So I want to read this verse from Acts 2. That's what we're going to read today. Service is going to look a little bit different today, by the way. I hope that's okay. It says this in verse 36, Therefore let all, everyone say all, all of Israel be assured of this, that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. And when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart. And they said to Peter and the other apostles, the Brothers, what shall we do? Do this real quick. Turn to the person next to you and say, what shall we do? And turn to the other person you ignored and ask them as well, what shall we do? What we're about to read is a blueprint for how I believe the Lord wanted to build the house of God. He says, what shall we do? Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's a pretty good gift. The, this promise, it's for you and your children who are all far off and whom the Lord our God will call. It gets good. With many other words, he warned them and pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted this message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. This is how he lays it out right here. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, everybody say amen. We love some bread, okay? And to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, and they sold their property and their possessions to give to anyone who had a need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts, but they broke bread in their homes. And they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. That sounds to me like a good way to build a church, amen? Let's pray really quick. Lord, we ask you to be in this place today. We know you're here. We ask that you would open up every heart in this room, that you would begin to speak to your people today. God, I pray for the person that walked into this place discouraged. Would you lift their head today? God, the person who feels alone and isolated, would you show them there is a community for them? God, I pray that you would move in this place, that you would empower people to step out into faith and do what you've called them to do. God, we lift up Central United Methodist Church and every other church in the city, lifting up the name of Jesus. God, would you be present with them this morning? God, would you move in their church every service across this city, across the Northwest region? We ask that your name would be glorified and lifted high. And all of your people said, amen. Amen. If you would go ahead and grab a seat. I'm excited to be here with you today. Very excited to be here with you today. And uh, like I said, today is going to look a little bit different. We, we've got a shortened message, and some of y'all are already just excited about that. You're like, Seth isn't going to talk a lot in Jesus' name, okay? Um, it's going to look a little bit different, but this is how we set this morning up. If you, if you notice when you came in, there's kind of tables everywhere, and uh, those are groups that are going to be launching this semester. We have a lot of other groups as well that are already full, um, and that's a good thing. And my heart and my prayer is that today that you wouldn't rush out of here, okay, to go get lunch or whatever's next, but you would hang out for a little bit and that you would get connected to a group, a life group, a serve group. And if you are new here, 
Um, my name is Seth. It's, it's nice to meet you uh, unofficially from the stage, but I would like to meet you officially. Um, and so if you would do this, if you are new and, and you don't have my number, I want to give you my cell phone number. It is 501 hashtag Central Arkansas, baby. 479, get out of here. Okay, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Okay, it is 501-350-6587. I would love to meet you. I know a lot of people don't wanna come up in person, but a text message is easier, uh, a phone call. I just wanna connect with you guys and help you. I will be your personal life group assistant, okay? To get you connected and find a group for you. And here's the deal, if we can't find a group, we'll just start a new one, okay? It'll be great, it'll be great. So my wife is Kendra and she is out uh, running around making sure things are taken care of. Of this morning. And if you are nervous and you're new here, you're in good company because I am too. <laughs> and I actually was so nervous the first time I preached as the new pastor here that my nose started bleeding. Do y'all remember where some, some of you were here? I stuck tissue up my nose and I just came up here and gave it all I had, okay? There's no way you're that nervous today, okay? So it's, it's going to be good. Um, but we are kicking off a new series in uh, this next Sunday and it is called Who Is He? And this is what I believe and what I know is true is that if we can know who Jesus is, I believe it will help us know who we are. Uh, it's really hard to know who we are without understanding who our God is. And so we're gonna do a whole series about who Jesus is and this will build up into Easter. And we're gonna launch a new series going into Easter called Why Kill Jesus? And we're gonna talk about why Jesus went to the cross and during the Who Killed, uh, or not Who Killed Jesus, but during the Who Is He uh, series, we're gonna talk about who Jesus says that he was, who others say that he was, and who you say that he is in your life. And I'm believing that God's gonna move. Uh, I wanna dive straight in really quick for the short time that we have together. If you're ready, say, I'm ready. Okay, you're ready. We were created for community. You as a, a believer, you were created for community. You were created to live together with other people, not alone, not in isolation. You were created to be close and not distant. You were created for relationship with God and with other believers. I don't know about you, but I can tell you for me, uh, I'm pretty jacked up, okay? Um, I've gotten my life together a little bit more since I got saved. Uh, but y'all, we are imperfect people. Can I get an amen? And if you didn't say amen, we're, you know, we need to pray for you, all right? Well, we're imperfect, and, and here's the reality is that we have to be in community with other believers that will stand strong and stand firm with us when we can't stand for ourselves. I know for me and, and for my house, my wife, my family, if I didn't have a strong group of believers around me, I would, it would be a disaster, okay? I need all the help that I can get. And when I say this, I mean it. I can go all the way back to junior high. Anybody remember the junior high days? Okay, yeah, okay. The junior high, it was an awkward season of life, right? Middle school was even worse. Uh, but in junior high, I had a group of friends that were like really country. Not country, but like country, okay? There's a difference between the two. And I was like, man, you know what? I, I, I'm gonna hang out with these guys and I played football with them. And I was like, you know, I, I just wanna get to know them. So they had like this rodeo arena. If you grew up like on the farm or ro roping and doing all that, it's amazing. I've got a lot of respect for you. That's not my thing, okay? And I learned quickly. So I was out there one day, it was late. His one of my buddy's parents were gone and, and there was about four or five of us. And they said, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna make this friendship official. We're gonna, we're gonna brand our butts tonight. Who, who's going to brand their bus tonight? You know, like I'm, and so they get, y'all, when I say country, I mean country. They got 
the, the branding iron for the cows on the farm, and they took off the lid of a Copenhagen can, the metal part. They stuck it on the end and scorched that thing hot. It was red, okay? And I watched my friends. We all did it. I'm kidding. I didn't do it. Your pastor didn't do it, all right? And here's why, <laughs> because I have a brain, okay? Um, but they go, they go, I mean, it is just, I'm watching it. I've actually got a picture. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But one of the guys that went last, he moved, and he ended up with the Olympic rings on his left butt, okay? He, he's only got one butt, but the, you know, get what I'm saying, okay? And, and I remember, like, thinking, you know, I, it's true that your friends are so important. Like, we, we will do dumb things if we surround ourselves with people who will lead us in the wrong way. The best part about that story is when his dad came home, he whipped all of us, including me. I didn't even do nothing. I was guilty by association. And uh, the next several weeks of school, they had to miss school because it got infected. They couldn't sit in class. It was funny, okay? And I just laugh about it today. You've probably heard this said before, that you, you show me your friends and I'll show you your what? your future. I believe as a pastor that I can see your friends and I can see your faith as well. There's actually a story in the Bible about a man that gets lowered through a roof and it says that because of his friend's faith, because of his friend's faith, let me ask you, what is the faith level of your friends? The people that you do life with, that you live with, Proverbs 27 says this, a mirror reflects a man's face, but what he is really like is shown by the friends that he chooses. Did you know it's a choice? Some of y'all are like, I didn't choose my friends, they chose me. You know, they kind of forced themselves in my life. You get to choose friends. And I just wanna say, we, we gotta choose wisely. Did anybody have a Zanga growing up? Like, y'all know what I'm talking about? This was before MySpace, okay? Uh, yes, yeah, some of you know. What, who had a MySpace? Just wave at me, okay? If we could backtrack and see our MySpace, we would be embarrassed, okay? I, I wish we could find the archive. Some of y'all would hear your song that pops up on your profile, and you would be like, man, okay? We, it just brings me back. But on MySpace, there was this feature, and it showed my top friends. Y'all remember this? And it would show your, your top five friends. This started a lot of drama in the friend groups. They'd be like, why am I not your top friend? Well, you didn't buy me a Valentine's gift. You know, whatever it may be, but... The same is true today that, that we can look into each other's lives and we can tell who our top friends are. We can tell by the way that we live for God. We can tell by the way we, we love people and serve people. We can tell by the way we spend our money, by the way we spend our time, the way we steward the gifts that God has given us. It, it all goes back to who we are around. I believe this, that community, community is vital, but isolation can be fatal. Like when you get alone, did you know that's when the enemy attacks? It's not a coincidence. It's actually an animal instincts as well. They try to get the, the prey isolated and that's when they attack. I think there's a reason that community was a priority for Jesus. There's a reason, y'all, if, if a small group was a priority for our Lord and Savior, it should probably be a no-brainer for us as well. Like Jesus, right before he goes to the cross, who's he spending time with? He gets alone with his father in heaven and then he gets with his small group. And he says, this is what's about to happen. I need you guys to take this, what's, what's about to happen. I need you to push the gospel forward. Go into all the earth and make disciples. I want you to promise me this today, that you'll do three things. And this is, I'm gonna blaze through these real quick. Invest in the good relationships you have. Remove the toxic ones that don't need to be in your life. And then number three, which is what today is all about, which is 
initiate and pursue new godly relationships. We all need them. With today being Life Group launch, my goal, and I hope, I hope it's everybody's goal today, is that we would all take a step. Turn to the person next to you and say, take a step. Turn to the person you ignored, okay, again, and say, you need to take three steps, okay? <laughs> well, we need to take a step because in, in this faith journey, we don't arrive until we what? Until we reach heaven. And so every time we gather, I want us to grow and take a step. And everybody's step looks different. New Life Church started as a small group. A small group of people meeting in a home around some food and prayer and the word of God. And now we have 18 churches and we're believing for more churches to be planted. I believe more churches will be planted in this region to reach this region for the name of Jesus. Some of y'all are like, praise God, I'm tired of driving from Bentonville, okay? Like, or wherever you drive from. This is what I believe is that it starts with groups. The health of this church will go to the health of the groups that are here. It's, this church was not built off of good worship and good preaching and good kids ministry and youth ministry. This church was built off of the presence of God in groups. Groups of people that said, you know what? We can make a difference. Groups of people that realize that if we, we said this two weeks ago, and if you didn't hear the message two weeks ago, please do me a favor and go to our YouTube. We talked about the way that Jesus lived his life and he lived a life of hospitality and the simplicity of reaching new people with the gospel is just opening up your dinner table, inviting someone to a coffee, take them and give them a biscuit, okay? And God will move a mountain. If we know someone's name, and we get to know someone's story and we do what we speak to their potential, I believe the Holy Spirit will allow an opportunity to move in their life. We want you to connect and our vision at New Life is very simple. It's that you, your friends and your family could come here and become fully devoted followers of Christ. That you would get connected to the heart of God and other believers, that you would grow in your relationship with God and all that God's called you to be and that you would serve. Because Jesus came to what? Not to be served, but to serve and lay, lay his life down for many. And this is the blueprint of the church. And I wanna kind of jump really quick back into Acts 2. And we're about to let you guys go and mingle and eat some charcuterie, if that's how you say that. And it's gonna be great, okay? Acts 2. God is wanting us to see something this morning. It's very simple. This is not profound, but I think it's the simple things of faith that we so easily forget. This is what it says, 3,000 new believers were added to the family of faith. And this is their immediate response. They repented of sin. They accepted the message of the gospel. Because by the way, you don't accidentally start following Jesus. Like it's an intentional decision that like, I'm gonna choose you as my savior, but I'm also gonna follow you as my Lord. Do you know what lordship is? It means that you're no longer in charge of your life which is the best decision I ever made, okay? Because I did a really poor job of leading myself, okay? I'm following Christ. And it says they got baptized, which is a public profession of their faith. They received the Holy Spirit, and then they devoted themselves to four things. And if we can get this today, I'm telling you, this is a simple recipe for God to move in your home with anybody that you spend time with. This is what it is. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. To the word of God, to fellowship, having some common interests, some food, can I get an amen, okay? And prayer, 
There's something about the presence of God when food is present too. It's not an accident. This is my favorite thing as a believer because I've learned that the truth of God's word goes down really good with food and drink. It's not a coincidence. And it says that immediately they began to serve the kingdom of God. This is what it says, verse 44. All the believers were together. They had everything in common and they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had a need. What did they do? They sacrificially gave. I don't, I don't know about y'all, but I ain't trying to sell land to like give to other people. That's just not my tendency, right? But immediately these guys get saved. They start selling possessions. They start getting rid of plots of land and they start sacrificially serving for the kingdom of God. And I just wanna pause here and let you know, if you're in here and you're like, how do I make a difference in this church immediately? We have such a need right now in our kids' ministry. Our kid life and our little life, if you're like, I don't like kids, security. Okay, we'll get to you on security, right? We, we need help. We, we, there's so many needs in this church, and this church doesn't grow until we have believers that step up to the plate and say, I can be used by God. I can be used to make a difference, and we want to invite you to do that today. It says, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes, and they ate together. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. I think we could all agree that's the goal of this church, that we would see people saved, set free, discipled, and then the process would repeat itself for someone else. That's why all of us are here today, is that somebody did that for us. And so if we want to see the fruit of what's at the end of this verse, we have to be faithful to do what's at the beginning of this verse, which is they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching getting around a meal together, the word of God. And, and they said, you know what? We're gonna have some common interests. I think it's good that you actually kind of have some stuff in common and we're gonna pray. If you're like, I'm nervous about life group, that's what life group is. That's what it's like to be a part of a team and a group here. And so I wanna ask you to do this. Would y'all stand to your feet? We're about to dismiss. We don't have any more worship uh, at the end of this because we want you guys to have plenty of time to get into a group. So everybody look at me real quick. All of our life group leaders and serve group leaders can kind of start making their way to the foyer, the foyer, um, French, I don't know, give me grace, okay? Um, and this is what I want you to know is there's four ways that you can see the groups today. There's gonna be a QR code on the screens that you could scan in the foyer. Uh, that's one way. You can go to our Instagram, NLC Fayetteville, and uh, there's a bio link that you can click and it'll take you to where our groups are. You can text F-A-Y-F-A-Y to 88,000. You can see them. I'm just giving you as many options as possible. Um, or you could go in, this is my favorite one. Everybody look at me. Or you could go into the foyer and you could talk to a human being. <laughs> it's amazing, I promise, okay? It's amazing. And I, I, I believe that God wants to move and I believe God wants to get people plugged into groups today. And, and I'm gonna read this verse and we're gonna pray. And if you have prepared to give, we've got some boxes in the back, feel free to do that. Or on our website, newlifechurch.tv. In Hebrews 10, this is what it says, let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together. Y'all, we got out of that habit over the last couple of years, would y'all agree? A lot of people isolated, not giving up meeting together, but as you are in the habit of doing, encouraging one another, as you see the end approaching. If you will, let's, let's go ahead and pray.